Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast, September 2020. Can I make it in Costa Rica? Or anywhere like Greece, Mexico, Malta, Panama, Portugal, or even Belize. Right. You mentioned those countries because we actually considered some of them. Yes, and, we did uh, consider Belize. We did our research and found that Costa Rica was the best for us. However, we do have uh, Greece as a potential target somewhere down the road. I mean, let's not rule it out. You're saying, oh my God, this again, move again. Um, but you do have to have a certain mindset. And I asked this question here, can you make it in Costa Rica? But the question is, are you making it right now where you're at? Mm-hmm. And the reality is most people statistically spend between 107 and 130% of what they make. Mm-hmm. They work until 65. They've got a long-term mortgage that they have a very hard time paying off, usually 25 years. And if you sell your house halfway through, you start another 25 years. Um, people don't have enough by the time they end up retiring. So the fact is, are you making it right now? I think you're going to need to be honest with yourself and say, hey, listen, um, maybe I should consider living my dreams and finding out a way to make this happen, whether it's Costa Rica or Greece or Mexico or Malta or wherever else we talked about. Mm-hmm. So five things to look at moving forward. If you're deciding to make a move and chance it and say, hey, listen, I'm going for it. Um, number one is what's our biggest expense? The taxes. number one biggest expense is taxes. Taxes. So you take a look at a person living in California versus a person living in Florida. The person living in California spends uh, about 50% of what they make on taxes. Yeah, it was brutal. Brutal. Mm-hmm. Well, how much do we spend on a $100,000 plus income? We were paying 50%. And then you look at our property tax, you're looking at another 5 6%. Add on sales tax, for every $10 we made, we kept $4. We gave six away for other people to make decisions on our behalf. No, we needed to make some money for the politicians, uh, car washes and Trudeau's haircuts, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Kind of disgusting. And that's a a big reason why we decided to leave. And that's why a lot of companies relocate. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you've got a huge tax burden, that's your single biggest expense. You want us to make something happen. Get out of a country with a high tax rate. Bottom line, that's your biggest saving. I know um, as non-residents, the highest we're going to get taxed uh, with our income from Canada is 25%. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the worst that it gets. Okay, you leave and you start a business elsewhere, you might only be taxed 15 20%, maybe even less. Mm-hmm. So um, that's something to think about. And you need to get a good accountant to figure this one out. Oh, absolutely. Um, so it's something like even for us, uh, when we moved from Toronto to Newmarket or Mount Albert or wherever. I have friends who moved from uh, from Ontario to Alberta, uh, most likely for just a better opportunity. Um, so you definitely, any kind of some sort of adjustment, uh, if you have the opportunity to do it, uh, we would definitely recommend just for a startup. Yeah, I agree. Uh, number two. Second thing to look at is property costs. Mm, Definitely. So if you're living in, let's say, downtown Toronto for a a single detached home, you're looking at 900,000 plus without a doubt. Yeah, and your left kidney. And your left kidney. (laughs) 
And if you decide to move to the GTA, you're looking at about seven fifty, eight hundred, eight hundred fifty thousand dollars. You move to a place like PEI, you're looking at potentially two hundred fifty thousand. I know uh, I had seen some houses where Matt went to school in North Carolina, where you could buy a beautiful home, better than ours in Canada, for about two fifty American. And in Costa Rica, you and I both know you can get a very, very pretty home, beautiful beautiful home, for dramatically less. Um, A two-bedroom home you could get for about one hundred and fifty thousand U.S. So we're getting sucked into this whole uh, real estate thing, and you know the best way to save is second best way to save beyond taxes is that property. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is the house that you pay for that's 850000 by the time you pay the interest to the bank to hold that mortgage, because you're not going to pay cash outright for the home, most people don't, uh, that home is now $1.2, million, $1.3 If you sell it halfway through, and like I said, you know, you start up another mortgage, by the time you're said and done, your house costs you about $1.5 to $2 million. Yeah, with everything and the lawyer's fee and the oh, yeah. real estate. That's crazy. So... Um, the second thing is your property costs. And I think looking at potentially renting and taking the money that you save and investing it might also be a better route. Again, mm-hmm. just thinking outside the box and actually making sense of the stuff. But I think I would actually recommend even a very good financial advisor. Yeah. If you're renting and you have money on the side that you can put away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, biggest thing you can do, especially yeah, doing it young. Yeah, for overall, even if you own a house, I still would recommend a financial who can definitely help you out. Yeah, our financial advisor takes his kids' money, great move, and mm-hmm. gives them 10% and invests 90% of it, and they're going to have a huge, huge nest egg once they're 30, 35, 40. Mm-hmm. So if you have kids that are moving into that age where they can start investing, uh, get a good financial invi- advisor who's somewhat conservative, who's going to make the best moves for your, uh, your family. Um, number three, the job situation. And I remember moving from Toronto to York region. My mom said, that's the stupidest move you'll ever make. There's no work out there. And my attitude was, mom, we'll figure it out. Yes, I've got a job in Toronto, but we will figure this out. Yes, work's an hour away, but that's temporary. Mm-hmm. I will find something nearby. And I ended up finding a job right um, next in my, in, right next to my house. Okay, so if you're struggling saying, oh, I have to live in Toronto because that's where the work is, I think you're closed-minded. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was a uh, recent article, it was actually today, that said uh, Canadians, the vast majority of Canadians are pleased to work from home. Mm-hmm. And the reality is with this pandemic, we found that virtual work is become increasingly bigger and bigger. And you mentioned something about... Yeah, well, also it helps with uh, lots of savings, actually, uh, with car, because you don't have to drive and sit in the traffic. So there goes the gas, um, the maintenance of your vehicle as well, and also decreasing um, your expenses in laundry, like upkeep uh, of the house. Because because you can go to work in your underwear because you're in front of a computer? <laughs> yes, something like that. Something like that, But right? even if you don't have to be in front of a computer, like if you wear a t-shirt, same t-shirt twice, two days in a row, like who really cares? But that also brings us to a 
partly into another point do you, uh, you need to kind of learn how to let go instead of being so attached to certain things and like you mentioned about keeping up with the Joneses is the expression yeah, let's talk about that in a second because I want to keep talking yeah. about the, the work situation uh, I remember in the school system teachers were adamant against an online learning component mm-hmm. before the pandemic we went to on strike because of this stuff Teachers said, oh, we don't want to replace teachers. And now all of a sudden teachers are saying we'd rather teach online to stay safe. The fact is we all learn online to some extent, whether it's YouTube or, exactly. or something else. Um, so having said that, with Zoom meetings are hugely popular. Mm-hmm. This is what I would do. If I was struggling with work and I wanted to move to Panama, for example, and I didn't have work, I would call up a company and say, hey, listen, You've got a job advertised for a hundred thousand. I know I can do a better job. All I'm asking for is this. I want to work virtually and I'll take the job for fifty thousand. Pay me half of it. And you and I both know the expenses here are a lot cheaper. You can get by very well on fifty thousand US. Mm, no, I hundred percent agree, although the fifty percent and whether it's fifty, but generous, here's the thing. Right? Okay, but here's the point. We talk about generous. But do you not think that the company owner would say, what? This oh, guy's yeah. this guy's yeah, willing to work for half price? Yeah. Okay, let me look at his resume. And then he'd go back to you and say, are you seriously thinking of working at 50% of it? Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, ah, oh, second guessing. Well, maybe I should have said 70. But the fact is he's now interested. Yeah. Now you work remotely. You save on all the things that we talked about. Gas, vehicle, clothing, your time. Okay, and you know that your expenses are a lot lower in one of these expat communities. Yeah. So, highly recommended. Again, it's thinking outside the box. Okay, so I want to put you on a spot here. Yes. Okay. So, what would you recommend that for somebody who does not uh, have a skill? So, for example, me, I was a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. I cannot work in Costa Rica. First of all, a massage therapist here makes uh, maybe on a good day $30 per massage, where back in Toronto it's $120 for one hour, right? Right. Um, so what would you recommend for people who don't have a skill which is necessarily to do it online? Like how what okay. would you become an expert? Become an expert in a field of your passion. Okay, so you just have to be a little bit better than somebody else and have a, a personality and a, a forum, Zoom meetings or whatever, mm-hmm. to be able to teach something online or so offer a course. So offer you have something. to have a strong will to actually want to learn something else other than what, you, what, you, what your school was for. Oh, exactly. Here's the thing. 25 years ago, 40 years ago, you get a job. You go to school, you get a good job, and you're in a set career forever. That's a thing of the past. Our degrees nowadays are friggin' useless. I would tell my kids, become good at sales, number one. Number two, become really good at communication and always sharpen up your skills. Take this course, that course, and it doesn't have to be a formal course. It could be an online course. It could be something informal through YouTube. You constantly have to sharpen your skills. And if you're not willing to do that, you're in the dust. Mm-hmm. Actually, there was somebody said something, I forgot who it was, but if somebody offers you a job, just say yes 
And then once you get the job, you slowly learn exactly how to work it. Yeah, oh, big time. I agree I with you. I can't remember who said that, but it was very interesting saying. So in terms of work, you got to think outside of the box. You can work virtually. Uh, people are doing it more so now than ever, and the pandemic has proved that. Number four is what you touched on is that minimalist mindset. So it's experience versus things. And I was showing you this uh, rap video, this guy playing this tune, and he had his um, fancy Air Jordans. Bling, he had his bling, like I'm going to say six rings, three bracelets. I don't know how many pieces of jewelry, the fancy hat. If he were to, in, in his car, mm -hmm. if he were to drive into our beach in Costa Rica and look like that, he'd be laughed at. Whereas if he were in the streets of Chicago, everyone would be saying, oh, this guy's the biggest stud. Hey, look at me, look at me. That yeah. doesn't survive here. It's, it's materialist crap. Yes, yeah, so nobody really cares here. Who no, cares? no, they don't. They don't. And uh, yeah. it's actually obnoxious to be like that. Here yeah. or Mexico or for the, for the most part, anywhere outside of North America, it's just obnoxious to be that way. Mm -hmm. So things versus experiences. Hey, listen, we had the fancy cars. And the reality is I don't miss it. We saw one Mustang, one fancy oh, Mustang, one, yeah. one fancy red Mustang, mm -hmm. and nothing better than that. I didn't see any Porsches or Ferraris or anything like that. You no. just don't see it here, I think right? I the, the, the red Mustang we saw a couple of times. That's about it. And then the BMW, I think that was the two fanciest car we actually saw here for the for the time we've been here. Yeah. Oh yeah, people um, work like crazy and you know take out a line of credit to come and visit Costa Rica to lie down on the beach and, and poolside. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you spend four, five, six, seven thousand. I mean, we do that for free right now, anytime we want, mm -hmm. right? Because it's a, it's an experience. Mm -hmm. It's not a materialistic item. So it's thinking outside of the box with possessions and saying, what do we really need? It's about relationships. What are you willing to let go? Be surprised, especially when you only have uh, two bags of luggage each to bring to uh, your destination, your choice. Mm -hmm. You really realize you don't need a lot. No, that's true. Well, you cried into a pillow. Well, I cried into a pillow for my KitchenAid mixture for a couple of days. And now it's kind of like, well... I learned how to uh, knead the dough by hand <laughs> so, for my little arm work, arms workout. Hey, can see in your forearm. So, yeah. Oh, thank you, honey. Okay, uh, number five, it's the final thing is uh, budget like any successful mm, business yes. would. Okay, so we looked across the board at our budget and, uh, you know, do we like going out for breakfast uh, at a restaurant? Hey, listen, I, I think you can make a way better breakfast. And I don't have to go someplace and I don't have to have the waiter say, can I start you out with a drink and wait 10 minutes for my food? I don't want to do that. If you're a shitty minutes. cook. If you're waiting 10 minutes for your food, you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> if you're a shitty cook, go on YouTube and learn how to cook. Yeah. Especially, uh, it's, it's not that big of a deal, especially for breakfast. Right? So a big part of saving money is uh, your food, your food expenses. Mm -hmm. Okay? Another big part is... Um, your car expense mm -hmm. right and uh, you know going for uh, a more reasonable car than something fancy to keep up with the Joneses how prevalent was keeping up with the Joneses uh, back home um, well it's not exactly like we 
going, oh, look at the neighbor. He's got a Mercedes and now we're buying Mercedes or anything like that. But it's just the whole mentality it, it is and the kids, how they are brought up as well. It's like they have to have this because I'll give you an example like with the Barbies. Well, Cindy has a Barbie and now uh, Katka wants a Barbie and everybody has to have a Barbie. So like from that point of view um yeah it is it's almost like it's bred into the kids so it spills into the adulthood as well oh, yeah. uh, but really it really comes down to do you you always actually say it needs versus wants yes yes you know what makes me laugh is some of these kids who have uh really fancy cars so the kid who has the audi Oh, driving around 22 year old well it's dad's car or is his car the thing that people don't realize is he lives in daddy's basement yeah. and he oh, has no okay. expenses other than the car expense okay and he has the two nice fancy shirts and nothing else mm-hmm. that's true and the moment he moves out into his own that car is gone mm-hmm. all right so again yeah needs versus wants and the moment you start doing that um this idea of living elsewhere is a possibility so to recap number one biggest expense is your taxes lower your tax burden number two think smart with regards to property or rent number three think outside of the box with jobs make yourself a valuable commodity and look at a virtual uh, setting where you can work from anywhere number four minimalist mindset where it's experiences over things. And number five, budget, budget, budget. Mm-hmm. And be tight with your money and take the rest and invest it wisely and have that stuff grow. We saw a couple on the beach. We're talking about Mike and Julia from oh, Chicago. A young couple. And we stopped them and said, how are, you, how are you making it? And it was funny. They said, we're on the beach and we're loving life and you don't need a lot here mm-hmm. to, to make it. So she's working in a real estate office, mm-hmm. probably helping with the transactions and maybe showing people around, mm-hmm. right? She's not closing deals. I don't think she's closing deals. I think she's slowly learning. But she's slowly learning, yeah. right? And uh, they bought this, I think they bought this affordable place in the town next door. They're renting it out, drawing an income from that while renting someplace else. I think mm-hmm. that's their story. And he's a bit of a handyman and he does some remote work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's a young couple who said it, it certainly beats Chicago. And we said, well, Chicago's nice. And they said, maybe nice to visit, mm-hmm. but not yeah, nice exactly. to live. Yeah, they're in early 20s. Uh, very sweet couple. But they have the strong will to succeed. And they're thinking outside of the box. Mm-hmm. And we talk to them because people look at us and they go, you guys are under 50. How did you do it? And we're looking at this couple and thinking for our kids saying, Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe our kids can join us or go someplace they want to go and not be limited by conventional thinking. Yeah. All right. So again, it comes down to calculated intelligent risks versus this short-term security of, you know, um, I'm comfortable where I'm at right now because you will pay a price later on. That's true. Get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah, big time. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Um, if you ever have any questions, there's a way to reach us via Gmail. So the address is the Pura Vida Life Costa Rica, all one word, the Pura Vida Life Costa Rica at gmail.com. All right, send us a line. 
Yeah, if you have questions. any questions, we are here free to answer them, whatever you might have. And if we don't have an answer right away for you, we'll do a little bit of a research. We definitely can ask around and uh, we'll get back to you. And hopefully we can be a catalyst to helping you uh, potentially live your dreams. Um, because, I mean, there's some satisfaction in, in seeing people win. Oh, absolutely. And enjoying their lives. Yeah. And with that, all the best and hope to hear from you soon.